0: Hello, and uh, welcome to episode four of the uh, Absolute Majority Podcast. Well, you say four, three. It, it could be three, it could be four. That's, um, three. Okay, three then. Um, uh, I'm obviously Alex, and uh, you're Andy, are you? uh, I am, hello. Excellent. How have you been? Had a,
1: had a good week? Oh, tip top. <laughs> yeah? Oh, Having, I <laughs> love it, yeah. Life. Yeah, I mean, I've been listening to ACDC today, and... Um, I don't know what relevance that has but uh, <laughs> it's happened good so. for the mind uh, I've never been a fan so I'm oh. going back and just listening to music which is essentially every song sounds the same
0: um, nah, not really I mean listen not to bad. the best of so I won't listen to the albums there's some good albums but just I feel this is bit. slightly off topic but mm-hmm. yeah but um, yeah no, it's good though I like DC so that's a great start to the mm. podcast um, what have you what have you done uh, not a lot cool just uh, working and, uh, editing podcasts see you
1: next week then that's yeah been
0: that's, that's, that's the work that's the week summed up mm. Um. well as it's Wednesday and it is um, at the 4th of November mm. um, uh, the, the US election is on mm-hmm. and it's happening well we're right in the middle of it yeah Uh, And as we stand, well, how how, how do you see it as we stand? Let's have your expert opinion on where this Um,
1: is. Knife edge.
0: Knife edge is the word.
1: I mean, yeah, the betting markets, when I woke up this morning, the betting betting markets were saying Trump was going to win and now the betting markets are saying Biden's going to win. So my expert opinion is um, one of those two candidates is going to (laughs) win. Quite
0: clearly. Not Kanye then.
1: well he's already conceded hasn't he (laughs) Um, probably with a he probably did it with a vocoder effect I've conceded it yeah I don't know I mean you know cards on the table I would fucking love it if Trump wins I really would I think he would as well yeah um, I wanted to gotta be honest and um, but I don't know at the moment I can't see it happening but but at the same time he ain't going to concede so <laughs> <laughs> no, so this is going to go on for, for quite some time but then I've read that um, the plan was always for Biden to um, kind of no, ma- no matter the result unless it was like a huge huge landslide for Trump which it obviously isn't going to be um, that the plan was for Biden just to get out of there quick and basically kind of declare himself the president-elect no matter what um so if he does do that then there's going to be a bit of a bit of a war going on well
0: civil war is definitely on the cards when you look at the the map well,
1: I, wouldn't be sur- I wouldn't be surprised I mean less so if uh, if Trump loses because you know let's be honest most people who go out writing are more of the left leaning persuasion I don't know They're both
0: both capable of just going uh, out and uh, trashing. I'm not saying they're
1: not capable, but from history dictates, recent history anyway, that that um, right wingers tend to just accept it and move on. Whereas, you know, there's already been protests this morning from certain sections in America, and so yeah, there's going to be some trouble. Um, Did
0: you like it when uh, Trump just said he's
1: won? Already, well, what two o'clock in the morning? <laughs> <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, you've got a loving optimist, didn't you? I mean, I mean, I didn't see it. I'm, to be honest, I haven't seen any clips of it. I've just been following a little bit of Twitter today, um, but yeah, I mean, it's not surprising. Is it? He was, like I said, he was only ever gonna the only way he would concede if it was just such a huge, huge landslide majority that that it's impossible to kind of really say that you're gonna win. But yeah, all all, all credit to him. Let, let, him, let him rule chaos. <laughs> I think he,
0: he, I really think he doesn't quite understand how it works either. I think someone's tried to explain like the concept of postal votes, and and he's not got it. He just he just sees it. Well, it's election night, so everyone's voted, and the winner is the person with the most votes on that night. And he's like,
1: no, 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 no. There's a lot of votes being well, posted to be fair I mean I don't get it I mean like it's quite a complicated system but like I mean it's not even about most well it's not even about most votes though is it it's about the electoral colleges so you can actually get less votes and still win which he did last time because Clinton got more votes than them they have done for the last eight years eight times well there you go so and the popular vote I mean it's pretty last I checked it was pretty pretty Biden Um, a while yeah. was it though I, I, I year it wasn't but I haven't seen
0: least I, so. I, I can't even it was something like 60 it was about 2 million up I think right. on the popular vote
1: right so I mean that's how he's going to claim victory but you know you can't suddenly just change the rules now um, because it suits you if, if, he, if he doesn't end up winning all the electoral colleges then that's it tough you know yeah, um, yeah no,
0: I, I think no, Biden's, Biden's obviously in front on the, on the popular end. It looks like he will be on the electoral college yeah uh, Because of all the postal votes coming in, and he's sort of winning postal votes eighty to twenty, I think it is in in a lot of the states. On this, in the suburbs of of Pennsylvania, and also in the cities, Mm. they're very much you know they carry a lot. But obviously, there's a lot of votes to count, so it's going to take. Also, isn't
1: isn't there? Isn't there? I mean, isn't Trump's problem that you know that there's a lot of vote fraud, ballot fraud, and (laughs) that's what he says. Well, it does happen, (laughs) doesn't it? It's happened. It's happened in this country before. No
0: evidence of that, though.
1: Is there no evidence?
0: Well, no, there isn't.
1: Mm. It's happened in this country, does <laughs> it? Yeah, absolutely has happened in this country. I mean, like, and there were, you know, even last night there were, there were. um what? Example, not of not of um, postal fraud, but like electoral fraud, really, like names being blurred out at, at polling stations because they're Republican things like that, and, and things that had to be taken down and. I wouldn't put it past. You know, if you're going to believe the conspiracy theories, it's, 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 uh, I mean, you know, why did, was it Pennsylvania? Why did they suddenly just stop counting this morning? Why did they just stop? What was that about? Okay. They literally just stopped counting when when Trump was so far ahead. They just said, oh, we can't carry on counting at the moment. We've got to stop. What's yeah, that about? Run, don't
0: they didn't run out of ink, someone said. I don't know. in one of them, the, the, the printer ran <laughs> out of ink, so they had to go and get some more. I don't
1: know. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, I looked, I'm, I'm pretty ignorant when it comes to, American politics if I'm honest so I'm not going to claim to be an expert on it but
0: I think it's great is such a it's, it's such a sort of monolithic country and the way that they sort of impose themselves and it, I think it's interesting to look at how it works because it's a mental system mm. they have, like I say it's, it's divided up by states but then whoever gets the president you obviously then got the senators and the mm. senate is just like 50 odd people and that's still going to probably be republican so he yeah. never re- he never represents the country mm. cleanly and the Republicans kind of govern without ever having the overall popular vote because of mm. the distribution of population. Mm. So it's, it's just mental. And you have the House of Representatives which just seems to be like, I don't know, just like a rabble of people that argue but can't actually do anything because then the Senate decides and mm. and then the President just does his executive orders. It's bonkers. Yeah. Maybe we should, we should, uh think we should take that approach over here. What do you think our system is
1: a um, fit for purpose in comparison well our system is it's got its flaws it's got its benefits as well though like I understand our system like it's, I mean it's not that helps <laughs> yeah I mean no but I get why we've got that kind of system because it's more representative of because you're not voting for president you're voting for a, a, a person to represent you in parliament and and um, but then you've got all sorts of trouble with like you know you only need a certain amount of votes to get this MP, but then you need loads, loads more to get another MP in a different area, and and it only kind of benefits two parties, and it's difficult for another party to have a say because you know it's not one person one vote, is it? It's um, if you live in a you know high Tory or Labour majority constituency, if you voted for the other party, you ain't really going to do anything because the other party still want to get in so.
0: so I think it'd do, it'd do my nut in if you live somewhere and there's just no chance of it ever like, I feel a bit like that sometimes when I vote over here because the, the area you live in can be so one way or the other mm. but it just doesn't matter like your vote just is just worthless well it is in, in a
1: way yeah I mean because
0: y- <laughs> the swell of other people voting the other
1: way is just too much it's just yeah, I mean, like if you're in a safe seat, you ain't gonna, you ain't really gonna make much difference if you vote for the other party. Really? Um, but you know, that's what we've got, and that's what we have to deal with. So maybe they should change that. Or I don't know. Well, they tried, and we we voted not to. <laughs> <laughs> we voted. Did we vote? Yeah, a few years ago, we had the um, we? Oh. yeah. It was the uh, change to the, the the alternative vote system
0: proportional representation is that it? no it was it no. wasn't that
1: it was it was kind of one step below that it was altern- I, I think it's the way that we vote for mayors in this country you kind of vote for preferences um, yeah. rather than so it's, it's done But it's done like that but even people who are sort of in favour of PR were like this isn't very good either it um, so was a referendum it was a few years ago I, <laughs> yeah. I mean you know loads about po- I mean it's good that you're hosting a politics podcast because um Yeah, well, I'm just you know, I'm I'm here as the kind of,
0: I'm I'm here to kind of represent the everyday person that maybe doesn't get into all the nitty gritty detail. And well,
1: well, I don't. I have abbreviations. You do, you love. Well, not really. I only got into politics when I was about (laughs) thirty. It's a long time ago. Well, so you say. Others would say otherwise. (laughs) It's only been about two years. (laughs) Oh shit. (laughs) Right.
0: Well yeah, well we'll see what happens this time next week. There'll probably still Let's. be there'll still be counting votes in Pennsylvania things so Yeah, probably we, we, we may not know, or maybe we will and then it mean, gives a shit know. anyway, really. At the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Does it really yeah. affect us, So what does affect us? Well the um what a segue? Oh, you. What's the I uh, think the national lockdown how, how yeah. excited are you about the new national lockdown which kicks in tomorrow <sighs> looking forward to it hmm <laughs> what's, what's your
1: what's
0: your overall thoughts on this
1: <laughs> uh, it's probably the worst thing ever isn't it really to be honest. Yeah. I mean there's, I mean, you, there's some I, I was going to say do you, do you think it's, it's justified no okay I mean you know cases are already on decline the R rate is already at about 1 which is what they want to get it to um, so what's the point in locking down when we're already at the point where we want to be surely they should just say actually we've got to the R rate of 1 already and cases are on decline so actually let's uh, not have a lockdown or let's shorten the lockdown at the very least You know, instead of 4 weeks let's make it a week
0: it, it, what seems to be driving it is I'm putting the R rate to one side, and obviously we had um, Witty and Valence one, weren't they? Was it on Monday or something where they presented their sort of death graphs, of which was a load of shit. <laughs> projected by the way. models of, a load like of crap. How many people are just gonna die? Um, but yeah, it was kind of based on. Well, someone said it was based on data when it was on like a really big increase
1: before the lockdown. Yeah it's based on Tears out of date data yeah, it's completely out of date the graph that they showed at the weekend which which said oh there could be up to 4,000 deaths a day it was just completely debunked like within a day it, it was just nonsense they didn't even put like a model on the graph it was just complete and utter nonsense and they were seriously saying that we were going to have 4,000 deaths a day when the highest global death rates a day were someone eight, like, like 8,000 and they're seriously saying that there's going to be half of that every single day just in England alone they're talking out of their arseholes and they <laughs> look like arseholes as well <laughs> not,
0: not not a fan of a
1: oh they're arseholes witty, witty and no they're the worst like they're the worst and the fact that, I mean I've said all this before I hate I that know. Know. but I
0: thought uh, so what, what, I, what I thought was interesting obviously a lot of this now has been based on the patient data that's in hospital so there was like an NHS briefing today which doesn't really didn't really get much coverage to be fair
1: oh, and
0: um we're talking about the fact that, that you know they are much much better prepared this time around and um although there's a lot of patients in hospitals and and the impact that they're trying to avoid is putting off other services mm. so beds that are being used now for COVID patients means that some other surgeries and things like that are being pushed back which is obviously a bad thing uh-huh. but i i didn't get the impression that you know it was as crisis point as everyone kind of was, was making out although the numbers are indeed increasing in hospital and one of the interesting things they I talked about is there's a lag between mm. obviously the number of cases going up and then people going in the hospital it sort of lags mm. behind mm. so there is a need to curb cases but it does feel like the tiered system was starting to curb cases anyway what? so was that not achieving the goal rather than having to lock
1: everything down what? completely I'm, I mean you know Again, I've said this before, but but um, say it again. <laughs> I don't know if I want to. <laughs> just kidding, just um, a minute. No, look, right. We're in the season where uh, people go <laughs> to hospital more. They yes. do. Winter. It's Is that a good name for it? Winter. <laughs> just, let's call it winter. I mean, I'm just plucking that name out of thin air. Winter. Right. Now, every single year, without foul yeah. If the Tories are in power you get labour going on about there's going to be a winter beds crisis every year without fail in the NHS, winter beds crisis, winter beds crisis and you know they might have a point they might have a point that there might be a lack of beds every winter because there's more people getting ill at winter so more people need beds at winter so how is this any different from that it, to me, I almost feel like the government are now using what is an annual winter beds crisis as a basis for lockdown. As a as a way to say, well it ain't our fault, it's COVID.
0: Well is it not? Well, I suppose there is a there's obviously an impact of other diseases probably don't spread, so therefore overall NHS pressure is reduced. And the NHS does have a lot of people off sick as well at the moment. They're like three times higher because of isolations. That means they are more stretched. But I guess there is a view that, you know, this is kind of, they're they're capable of managing it at the moment if the tiered restrictions, I think, are allowed to do their their work. And I, I suppose the frustration I have is that, you know, we didn't even get into our tier, like we're tier two, we didn't even get into tier three. Mm. in our area so we didn't even get to the point we've gone from tier 2 can you try and make that work to oh that's it we're fucking shutting everything down yeah. uh, and you're like "What? Well, wait a minute I was I was
1: tier 2 in tier, tier, two, tier 2 well there's, a minute there's, ago there's, there's areas in the country weren't even at tier 2 who have just suddenly just got me locked down I mean the yeah. whole point the whole point of having them I mean I don't agree with them you know, you know my opinion is just open up everything and get on things like normal but if you're going to add those tiers that there, there are parts of the country which weren't even in tier 2 who are now suddenly are in a national lockdown
0: yeah,
1: which is a bit, what's the point in that like you like the government said like a couple of weeks ago we want to avoid this because because you know it, it the regional stuff is designed to, to stop the entire economy shutting down yeah now they've just shut it down anyway because Whitney and Valens have decided that we're all going to die in our hundreds of thousands a day um, which is probably what they think so uh, was,
0: so does this mean that then was 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 Starmer right to ask for the circuit break because that was what his, you know, his deal was was like a couple of weeks ago or half over half term we should have had this little two week no. No circuit point. So that was
1: uh, no. Okay. both no, they're both wrong. He was okay. wrong for asking for that, and the government are wrong for, for doing it twice as long. They're both wrong. You don't need any of it. Right. It's pointless. So what? What, what do they need? We just carry on
0: as normal. And just we open like, oh, up everything.
1: We open up everything like we normally do. Get on with life. People take their precautions if they feel they need to. People are vulnerable shield if they feel they need to. Um, make sure the NHS is, is well covered we've I mean, got loads of night and hospitals which aren't being used but even fucking Tony Blair come out today or yesterday and said this, this has to be the last lockdown we have because it's just too damaging to have it, it's too damaging to have lockdowns all the time he, he even said you've got to learn to live with it, you know and there's going to be a combination of vaccines and treatments which is what they're working on and that's all fine use them if you have to but fucking plastic sheets up in cafes signs in the street saying you don't walk this side of the street walk that side of the street masks um, fucking covid marshals they can all do one all of them don't need any of it just just live like normal if you get ill with it you might get a bit ill just and you'll get, get over it in a few days, you will get better. I mean the the, the mortality rate is not is is naught point two percent. It's it's low, but there are obviously people that
0: are dying that wouldn't have actually died. So which, no, what do no, you no, 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 no they no, do then.
1: No 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 no. There's people that have died from it who are gonna die anyway. Right. <laughs> which is why which is why flu levels are so low, because those people would have got just got flu this winter they would have got that instead, but instead they got COVID at the start of the year. Now I'm not saying it's not a dangerous disease for certain groups of people, it is. But like if you look at the, the people that are dying, it's mainly people over 80, or people who are really, really fat. Like, it ain't majority of the population. So the majority of the population could just get on with their lives. If they get it, they get it. Then they build up T-cells anyway. I mean, most of us have probably had it anyway. You know, estimates from some experts say two-thirds of the country have already had it, and they don't even fucking realize it. Pretty so just get on with things. And live our normal lives because at the moment, you know, you know, I know I sound like every other skeptic who says the same thing every day. But to repeat the point, the economy is just utterly being decimated. People's mental health is being utterly decimated, and all for a disease which you can't get rid of. And is for most of us, and when I say most of us, I mean 99.8% of us, is not nothing to worry about. It's 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 at worst, at worst, it's going to be a bit like flu. And then that's it. You get over it, and then you can just carry on with your life. Yeah,
0: that that's one right, way. Full stop. <laughs> I think I think there's there, there is a problem, obviously though, with high concentrations in big cities overwhelming health services because everyone
1: ends up going to a hospital. Um, who ends up? Who ends up going to a hospital? There's, there's right? a lot most a lot most a lot of most twenty people. most twenty to, yeah, but most people up to like the age of sixty. I'm not going to go to hospital with it. There's a lot of old people, aren't there? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You, you, I'm not saying just, you just just get rid of them. No, like I'm not saying just like you know walk into a care home and just and <laughs> cough just everywhere. Cough everywhere <laughs> if you've got COVID. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. But you, you, you take. Obviously, it's changed things slightly in that you want to take a few extra precautions. So you do take precautions in care homes. You do shield the most vulnerable people. When you do open up night and go hospitals for people who have got COVID, that's what they're there for. Easing the burden on the NHS. But, you know, like I said, there's a lot of people with false positives out there. You know, st- a- 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 some experts suggest that 90% of cases are false positives. So, And yet they're going to hospital with COVID, and yet really it's not COVID related at all. So...
0: Yeah, I think well, the message I thought was it was changing a little bit towards just NHS capacity rather than anything else, because it did seem like the r rate was coming down. But certainly the numbers are are still high. Just looking at the NHS data, It's just over a thousand in London. So, thousand what? People in hospital.
1: That's not a lot, is it? In the whole of London. Not
0: for the whole of London. No, and and, like the big ones in the northwest was like they've got nearly three thousand people. So.
1: So London numbers, yeah, like what you said, a 1,000 across the whole... 1,000
0: across the whole of London and 3,000 across the whole of the North West is the yeah. current... Now, the, the trend is upward, don't mind, so yeah,
1: you look at that, and it is going up. It's up because it's winter, so that's what happens.
0: But they, they have to be... One of the things I saw on telly um, was that they have to be in separate wards, so they have green and red sort of wards now. Right. But obviously that's a bit more inconvenience and the the staff have to be in full PPE when they're dealing with the red wards because it's the COVID patients so it's a lot more aggro I kind of get that it's a lot more stress and it's a lot more effort to deal with COVID because of the restrictions around not trying to spread it in hospitals which there is a lot of there's a lot of spread in hospitals and care homes
1: yeah
0: so you know lockdown
1: to save lives All alright yeah I mean if you say so well, the government said so, so well, that's what we have
0: to do. yeah Did you see um, any of the PMQs today? No. No. no Starmer Stammer. You know, I thought I thought it was going to be the big bangs going to go raging in there, and it was crap. Well, you got the vote today, haven't I mean, you?
1: You got the vote uh, to actually yeah, pass it like now, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the government clearly win, but the, the interesting thing is that you know, there's 15 or 20 Tories that are, that are going to vote against the government so yeah. so that's good why, that.
0: why are they voting against is it just because of the economic impact or are they, are they like you just don't think it's required
1: you well, know? all of it the What's economic the impact the, the, the impact of yeah the economy civil liberties all of that um, well, at least they're taking a stand I mean they should have done it earlier but you know I'll give them their credit that, that they're actually going to vote against the government I mean, my MP isn't you know so mm. she, she can uh told her, I mean, I sent her an email, said, you'll be out of you job it? in four years. Yeah, sent her an email. So if you vote against that, you're putting people out of work. So, you're, you know, four years, you'll be put out of work yourself because I ain't not for you and plenty of other people won't be either. And the thing is, like, she don't care because she's got four years. But in four years' time, she'll be begging for votes. Well, she ain't going to get mine and hopefully not a lot of others either. She can do one. Did she get a reply at all? I've never, I've never really not to an MP. Not oh yeah not to that email I did get a reply to my previous email where I basically sort of said the same thing like you know when when, when Essex asked to be put into lockdown I sort of said to her like you know you're a disgrace not in that kind of not in that language but in a more polite way but firm way um, and she gave it all the usual bollocks of um, oh numbers down all the usual government lines it's just nonsense it doesn't mean anything so but like I said if enough people do that in numbers and if I've uh, other people start taking a stand, then um, the government would be in trouble. I think politically, anyway.
0: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a tough one. That so I don't know whether people feel that they can really speak out and challenge it. Because even like as I say about like PMQs, you know, at the end of the day, you still agreeing with what the government are doing. He's not he's not really proposing any real opposition to it. But like you say, it says some people are sort of rumbling against it and the impact of it and one of the things they talked about was the exit of you know how can you guarantee that on the 2nd of December it's going to be over and well, do well, we go then, back
1: to the tier system and will that actually work which is yeah, well, I thought was a fair question yeah I mean they that kind of basically almost hinted that even, even though it's Dominic Rabbit's all over there where it's small and it's written in law that hmm. 2nd of December is the end date Boris sort of suggested that it could carry on after that so there's no exit day. I mean like it's disgraceful that the government haven't even done an impact assessment of, of lockdown. Like that, they had no answer to this yesterday. That again, that Robert Jenrick, idiot, yeah. was all over the airwaves, and he was asked like five times in a row, "Have you done a, Have you done an impact assessment on on the, what, a second lockdown, on a second second lockdown?" What? Mm-hmm. On a, one of those words, a and lockdown. I mean, that's what I've decided <laughs> to call it. Apparently, so I'm going to call it that from now on. But he 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 was asked five times have you done an impact assessment has the government done the impact assessment and it, no was the answer basically Get an answer because they haven't done an impact assessment and that's an important thing to do if you're going to do this kind of thing to the whole country you do an impact assessment on the economy people's mental health normal health none of that was done it was just like let's just do it and yeah, this,
0: that, I think, mm, yeah, I think it, it is a bit I think it is a bit reactionary isn't it I think there's a there's a lot of pressure though because all the other countries have done it I think so as part of
1: that so what? Sweden haven't. Okay. Look look at look at Sweden. They're was, doing all right. They're chilled out, aren't they? Sweden. Though, don't they don't. Well, look look at that. Look at their current charts. They're they're way below everyone else. I mean, if you're going to look at a bit of evidence of how of how to do things, there's your example right there, right there. Look at but, what Sweden did, and look at how they are doing oh, now. Oh, it's t- the total opposite of everywhere
0: else. But. Uh, the, but the thing is, they're different countries, though, and this is the bit I, like, I never like it when people do comparisons. To no, other and, and countries because they're very different, aren't they? No, they got, but that's a fjords.
1: That, and yeah, that's a fair enough point. That's a fair enough point to say because you could, like people say, "Oh, and you look at how well New Zealand did," and 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 the argument against that is, well, New Zealand look at it; it's about five people every four hundred miles. You know, it's just sheep. So, so obviously they're going to do a lot better than us. But Sweden. In, yeah. terms of, in terms of their population and where they live and the cities, it's all very, very similar to England. It is actually similar. And it's, going,
0: it's going up yeah. though, just to say, they've gone up in, since August, we've got 10,000 cases a day.
1: No, no, look at their cases, look at the charts, look I'm at their line, at the, look at their, at the f- their line, charts. look at their line compared to us, look at it. Yeah, it's, it's look, a lot look less. Look how than it us. look how it went down. Death look how it stayed relatively really. stable. It went up slightly and it came back down again. Yeah. They know. had an, an initial spike. Yeah, but there's no one then, in Sweden, which, is
0: there? I mean, how many people? No,
1: no, 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 no. This is no, this is not true. Like it's where people where people where people live in the cities, it's it's com- comparable to England. They've only got ten million people. No, but they the way the way where those people live. And the way the cities are, I've, honestly, I've read about this, that they are, it is comparable to it, so you can kind of compare the two because population. it ain't so far removed. It's the population right. of Malmo. Yeah, but it's not about the population, and they're not all spread out across the whole country. They are compacted into certain areas, and it is, like I said, it's comparable to England in, the, in the terms of the cities and where people live and how close they are together. It is comparable, like I said, you can't compare like it's a fair point what you're saying about like comparing it it to other countries Uh, but 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 in countries which are so completely and utterly different from us like I said New Zealand being a case in point because New Zealand are completely different everyone says New Zealand look how great they've been but like I said there's about one person per island in New Zealand so it's totally different you can't compare the two but you can sort of compare it us with Sweden because the the way People live, and the way the amount of people in certain compact areas is similar to this country. So you can That's compare it to bollocks. Them. It's not bollocks. I've read. I've read all about it. It ain't well, like just. Fucking, it, I've got a lot of rivers as well. Maybe that oh, comes. that makes. Oh, well, it's rivers. Less, less <laughs> it's in, a lot of lakes. And, and well, rivers let's 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 inject. Well, let's inject everyone with Swedish rivers. <laughs> That's the vaccine right there. Go to, go to Sweden someone go to Sweden right now and just do what Superman does in Superman 3 blow it into a frozen lake lift it over here and then we'll inject everyone with Swedish rivers and that's yeah, our vaccine maybe that's it well, you just can't get around can you you can't get close to each other because everywhere you look there's a bloody river or a lake well yeah I mean they do love a bit of funny water
0: funny named like. places but yeah. um, but even Stockholm is only like a million people so you
1: know you know you're talking represent- representative. You know, I mean, a million like people li- a No, but it's not like for like. It's representative. It's proportionally. I reckon you could guess three UKs in the whole of Sweden. With
0: minimal people. You're missing the, you're missing the point there. Am right? I? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So Fine. Well, on the subjects of Europe... <laughs> What about our uh, well, your your friend um, Nigel Farage? He's uh, bringing friend.
1: bringing his Brexit party back, but as the anti Reform. Um, Reform UK. Now, if you if you're talking about having your finger on the political pulse, <laughs> all I'm saying is episode two. At the end of that, <laughs> I said Farage yeah. is just waiting for his moment because he he's been this. slightly more anti-lockdown recently and he's waiting for the American election is over, and then what happened, he announced this week that he's creating a new party and it's anti-lockdown. Yeah, your prediction count now is
0: actually 100% accurate. 100%. Yeah, write it down. Well, yeah, so he's going to come back. I don't get what he's going to do here. So he's going to campaign against lockdown and support Donald Trump or something like
1: that. Well, no, he's been... Like, once, the Brexit, party, once Brexit was done, and the Brexit party was kind of pointless, you know. But he's always been looking, I think, for another avenue to get back into politics. Yeah. Because I think he loves it ultimately. You can say, that like, oh, my job is done. But ultimately, he loves the limelight. He can't... He's a showman and he likes it. But he also clearly wants to change. He does want to change politics. You can, and, you know, he was initially... I think because Reform Party has been in the process in the in the pipeline for you know a year really and I think they're just trying to find something to hook it on and, and you know originally it was like oh I'll well, the Lords which you know yeah I agree with but you know it's not a very sexy policy is it like, and then and then I think I think they were kind of maybe pushing for an anti-immigration stance but that was going to happen again so I think he's seen his moment and there is, you know, there's a large, growing movement of people who are anti-lockdown, and he's seen that as an opportunity to to get back into politics, and it's an opportunity that which I think will will do wonders, and it will eat into the Tory vote, just like the Brexit Party ate into the Tory vote when Theresa May was in charge. It will take a quarter of their voters away from them just like that, and then you'll see Tories on thirty percent. You'll see labour on forty percent, and then the pressure on Boris will be huge, and it will be, you know, because they're going to they what they want people to stand in next year's council elections and whatever, and that, you know, they'll just eat into the Tory vote. So you think that's what he's going to
0: target is the uh, the council elections? Because I'm just trying to think. Obviously, you know, if you were doing an anti-lockdown party targeting the general election, then there might not be any lockdowns.
1: Come no the election. No no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, A bit odd. Uh, well Nigel's success is not in winning seats in the Commons that's clear he's never no. done it himself so but his success is is um, well you know he, if it weren't for him he wouldn't have Brexit if it weren't for him he wouldn't have Boris Johnson in charge of the Tories um, so his success is pressure and and um, you know I mean he has won National elections a couple of times with UKIP and the Brexit Party, so he, he, he knows what he's doing. And I think if this kind of stuff is still kind of happening, which you know, he's not far fetched come whatever it is, what is it going to be next year? What is it early May? I don't know if it's earlier than that. I don't know, no idea. but but um, you know, yeah, he's already asking for people to stand up in those elections. And if this kind of thing is still going on, yeah, absolutely, he'll he'll pull away. Um, a lot of support well not a lot of support but you know a enough. Of su- enough support for the Tories to suddenly drop from more or less level pegging with Labour at the moment to, to lagging way behind and um, one thing politicians crave is power and if they if their power is threatened then they can just sort of carry on as usual what what, what, what would his policies be though like just don't lock down well, no. I mean, he, oh no. I mean, he wants. That's just part of it. He wants to ultimately change politics. I mean, I think he will probably right. argue for a proportional representation, which we kind of talked about earlier. Yeah. System abolishing the lords, um, that kind of thing. So, just basically completely changing the way politics is done in this country. And you know, love him or hate him, I think, I think you could possibly agree that he's got a point with our political system being quite archaic and well, yeah. and 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 not giving enough room for for other parties and other other points of view like you know you, you know it, the people that were in the Labour Party when Corbyn was in charge they shouldn't have really been the Labour Party they should have been a completely different party but but it's the, the, the range of opinions was so broad I and mean, yeah you can say oh, you should have a broad range of opinions but it was so broad that they were completely opposite ends at scale um,
0: and I yeah, think people like fair. him I, yeah I think that's I think that's a good thing to campaign on I think that having a different point of view compared to, like, Boris and Starmer, but, you know, I find them pretty boring. And mm. someone coming in to shake it up a bit is exactly what we need. I'm not sure he's going to be the right person. Mainly because whenever he comes in with his parties, the people that seem to join his parties seem a bit crazy
1: at the time. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I think... and I'm not sure that's true. I'm not, not with the Brexit party anyway. Like, well, you could be a bit mental, didn't you? Yeah, they? But, but even he... Didn't re- I mean, he'd had enough of UKIP w- w- when he left, like, you know, it, 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 the people, kind of people that come into to UKIP conferences were, you know, people with rucksacks who wanted to listen to four-hour meetings about, you know, like, like, uh, EU legislature. I mean, it's just it's just not, it wasn't sexy, and it, and it was, like, he didn't really have control of the party, but with the Brexit party, he did have control of the party. It was his, and it is still his, and he can decide what he wants to do it's, it's leader driven it ain't member driven because I don't think you even have members I don't think you can be a member of the Brexit party mm-hmm. I think you can you can be a supporter and like sort of pay money if you want to but you, there are actually no members so you don't have this problem that you have with other parties where if you want to do something a lot of it has to go back to the members and they have to vote it, with him it's just well I'm the leader I'm doing this and you can either support me or not and that's that so he could almost be a party on his own sort of thing well yeah no yeah yeah i mean he you know, essentially is isn't he, he you know, he's you know, he's a, a one man band in that sense but but he does have like quite a, quite a good selection of um, people sort of it's good for the
0: telly and he? He, he even if he's making a, a bit of a dick of himself people still
1: sort of read about it and talk about it like we're talking about it right now Well, he, like i said he's 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 quite like again whether you love him or hate him you, you've got to accept that he's quite adept at putting his finger on an issue which which has right it might have command a majority of support at that time but enough people there's a movement that support that and he can build on that and I think that's his skill and um, like I said because he's, he's very well known anyway he, he will pull votes away quite rightly so from the Tories and give them the scare of their lives and then that will put Boris's position in a bit of a bit of a you know, a bit uh, precarious, a bit precarious. Yeah, it will be. It'll be yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you know there'll be people calling for him to be removed this time next year if it carries on like that. So. Like the old 1922
0: committee. Right. Oh yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Quite heavy, wasn't it? Yeah, there's quite a lot going on. It's Is busy, there? Yeah, this it's just, it's, a, it's a busy time in the uh, current affairs world.
1: I'll tell you what right what you, I wouldn't be surprised if before the year years end there'll be a, a riot or something what about lockdown oh it's, and, led, and to led be honest, by you <laughs> no to be honest right I would join in in a riot <laughs> nice I really would alright I wouldn't throw things at people and I wouldn't destroy homes or shops but I'd <laughs> I'd stand there on the <laughs> sidelines getting a quick cowardly dig in just shouting a lot.
0: Yeah. Would you have a mask on though?
1: Don't wear masks. <laughs> I'd wear a snood um, No, I would. I would honestly, you know, it would be cowardly, and I would stand there pretending I'm not in the riot. So if anyone comes along, go no, no, I'm just, I'm just watching, mate, with me out of date press card. But, but um, yeah, I'd stand there with them I honestly would, because how else are you supposed to get your point of view across well I think do
0: different means like writing to your MP and having a nice peaceful protest
1: not kicking off and smashing up traps well it ain't worked so far so stuff it let's let's go and throw some cans of coke on the floor (laughs) you know (laughs) screw your litter bin I'm throwing this on the floor and it ain't getting recycled what are you going to do about it and I've coughed on it <coughs> right
0: on that note <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see if you're uh, either in a riot next week or um, locking down nicely I guess
1: well you won't know because I admit it then i am admitting to the violence well
0: maybe I'll see you though because you
1: will have your mask on um, just get arrested be in jail good point good point Everyone wear masks. (laughs) Great.